Hi, hello, Mabu, hi. Thank you for choosing to listen to What's on Christmas Mind podcast. This week's episode is part of my Creative Creator series where I have conversations with small business owners, entrepreneurs, writers, artists, and anyone else who views them as a creator. So I hope you enjoyed listening to Christina Ng's story about what it's like being a fashion student at Parsons in New York City. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of What's on Chris's Mind podcast, hosted by me, Chris Terry-Hudos. And today's episode, I have a very special guest. We literally just met like five minutes ago, and I'm, I'm just so nervous. She is a fashion student from Parson who's living in New York City, and she's a fellow podcaster. Give it up for Christina and guys. Hi, everyone. Thank you, Krista, for having me here. <laughs> uh-huh. Can you tell them a little bit about yourself? Because the title, obviously, is going to be what it's like being a fashion student. Yeah, sure. You pretty much said it already, but I'm a, more specifically, I'm a junior at Parsons right now. Mm-hmm. Um, going into my senior year next year, which is really scary. And like Krista said, I have my own podcast, Life of a Fashion Student podcast. We're running on 40... 40- 42 episodes because I'm actually going to put on episode. Yeah, I'm actually going to put on episode tonight and that'll be my last one for this year, uh, which is super crazy for me. I know it's, it's like a whole journey. I mentioned it on that podcast episode, just like doing 42 episodes in one year to me is insane. And I never thought that it would happen. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, other than that, I, I'm like kind of trying to, you know, work my way into the fashion industry and make a career for myself mm-hmm. um and yeah i think we'll talk a lot more about that in the episode but yes okay so i guess first question is what made you get into fashion yeah i feel like that is i feel like everyone asks me that question and there's not like one i don't have a defining moment where yeah. i like got into fashion for i sure. always mention that to everybody mm-hmm. um but what I always loved from my, when I was young was drawing and being artistic and being creative. Mm-hmm. And somehow when I got older, that manifested into fashion because I think when I was younger, I was like, oh, I want to be an artist and I want to draw and I want to paint. But then not that that's not like a realistic job because you, you can make a living out of that mm-hmm. as well. But for me, I was like, okay, how can I turn that into something where I can build and shape a whole career and future out of it Mm -hmm. and for some reason that manifested into fashion and like fashion illustrations and designs and then once I learned how to sew like it was all over because I can put like the things I was drawing on paper Mm -hmm. into reality Mm -hmm. so that's kind of how I got into um fashion but we'll talk about this a little more. Um, My background wasn't in fashion and I didn't think I was going to end up in fashion. You went to like an an all STEM school like your entire life and then all of a sudden you switched and I was like wow like what like what made you switch and like what made your like parents think of the switch because I know like both being like Asian Americans like we are so heavily ingrained to do like STEM major things but Mm -hmm. it can be tough to go against the grain yeah yeah it started in middle school where Honestly, like I didn't know what I wanted to do in life. I loved, like I said, doing painting and drawing and all that being creative, but Mm -hmm. I was just following the path that was kind of carved out for me. And then also like having a twin sister, it's kind of that competitiveness. So we were both, I know we were both in that same um, time period in middle school where we were taking prep classes. We were doing intensive prep to get to take the specialized high school test for high school. Um, If like everyone's not familiar with what that is in New York, 
the New York area, you actually take like a SHSAT before the like SAT and oh God. I know it's a specialized high school test and it's to um, see if you can go into a like more rigorous Advanced. high school. I have no idea. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so we, we studied so hard for that and I took so many years of prep. So mm-hmm. it just that I didn't question it. It just seemed like that was what I was going to end up doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so we ended up taking the test and uh, yeah, my sister and I both got into Bronx science so we didn't want to leave each other in school. So we ended up just going to the same high school. Yeah. I know. And it was really fun. And I wouldn't have it any other way being yeah. in the same high school as my sister. Yeah. Um, high school is really hard. So obviously yes. you want to go through it with someone. <laughs> I know. It's yeah. like you have that friend. You already have that friend with you and who's always going to be supporting you and everything. So why leave? Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, but high school, it was, yeah, wrong science was super rigorous. Like, you know, all AP classes, I mean, they wanted you to take all AP classes and it's very science and math based. Um, and like, I was like, not to toot my own horn, but I, I was good at it. Like, I like science and I like math and I, I got high grades. I worked yeah. really hard. Yeah. I was always like the try hard. So I was like, like you okay, didn't like get into that school for nothing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So and I didn't see myself straying away from it yet because mm-hmm. I was doing pretty well in school. So I was just like, okay, this just might be um, what I'm going to be doing in life. And then I thought in senior year that I'd be a chemist for some reason, not senior year, but like in the middle, I was like, okay, I like chemistry. So why don't I just become a chemist or whatever? But that literally, <laughs> no. Alchemist. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't remember any of those things anymore. So I can't oh. speak on it mm-hmm. intelligently. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I thought that I was going to go into the sciences. And ultimately what happened was junior year was when I took like a major shift. It was like, I don't know. I don't really know what was happening. I just, I wasn't feeling like myself and I wasn't feeling passionate in what I was doing anymore. And I was mm-hmm. kind of having like a, a little bit of a life crisis. Cause I was just like, Oh, now we have to start applying for colleges soon. So I don't know yeah. what I want to apply for. Do I want to apply for Cornell and all of those big schools? Or do I want to go for art schools and do I want to and then at that time I was already starting to illustrate fashion design and I was starting to sew and I really loved it mm-hmm. um, but junior year I still didn't think okay I was gonna go to a fashion design school it was until senior year when I just really I just I just jumped I just did I don't know I just did what my heart told me and yes. I applied to only fashion design schools and the first school that I got into was SCAD and then the next school that I got into was Parsons, actually. And then after that, it was just obviously I Parsons was my dream school. I grew up watching Project Runway, and so I ended up going to Parsons, and that's where I am now. Um, oh, but I, I think I like completely went off track here. So my parents, I always talk about this, but my parents were super supportive. Oh my god! And everyone, I love oh that. yeah, that's everyone's reaction. Oh my god, I love that. I wish I had that because they were just. They didn't have any doubts. They didn't have any question in their mind or they didn't doubt me going to a design school even when I asked them if I can only apply to art schools or anything like that. Yeah. Which is like, I know, it's just, I don't know, it's super weird. I'm super grateful because I've talked For to sure. so many people who who aren't able to do what they want to do in life because mm-hmm. their parents get in the way sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think from when I was young, they recognized that I loved art and it was going to be something more than just a hobby. But I think they just... I don't know. I think they were just very open-minded and they wanted us to have like the best life and for us to carve our own paths and mm-hmm. not like 
follow them or anything. Okay. So before we go on break, can you explain kind of the college you go to? Because I don't think um, there are many people who are, you know, who are like me. I'm like, oh my God, like what's Parson? Like it sounds like a fancy school. Like it sounds like a fancy like fashion school. So can yeah. you shed more light on, you know, just the school you go to and what you like about it, what you don't like about it? So Parsons, the Parsons School of Design is a college, a part of the new school, um, mm-hmm. and it's in New York City. Uh, the Parsons School of Design is very well known, at least in the industry, but some people not in the industry also ha- know of the school as well as being one of the best fashion design schools in the world. I mean, <gasps> there's one in London that's a little better, like, let's mm-hmm. be honest. But I don't like to think that, oh, schools can open doors for you, and but it, like, let's be honest, like it really can. Sometimes it can set you up for success, success. especially if you're making connections in the world and everything like that. Sure. Um, I don't like to think of it like that. And I don't- Oh, she's so humble, guys. <laughs> no, I don't like to use, I don't like to say like, oh, like I'm from Parsons and I don't like to throw that around. For I think sure. a lot of the other things that I did or have worked really hard for can stand on their own. Okay, so we'll go more in depth on our second half of what she does specifically because she did a project recently and then, you know, her career goals. And we're back, guys. So in our second half, Christina is going to share kind of her fashion projects that she's done. Yeah, I. it's funny because how fashion kind of works, it's like every project has its own premise. So like mm-hmm. every semester, I'm like working on a new project and some of them are big ones, some of them are not as big. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say the one that I'm going to talk about in a little bit, which is my main one, which is called Lap to Fashion, that one has mm-hmm. been... The biggest one for me because I've been working on it all throughout this junior year. Yeah. Um, but what I can say about my projects in the past is I've been trying to find a way, and the Lab to Fashion one is a great example of that. I've been trying to find a way to kind of put my two identities together. So like my science background-based background that I'm very analytical and very um, critical scientific thinking, yeah, critical thinking. Mm-hmm. I want to put that with fashion. Yeah. and. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't see that done enough. I think like there are some great examples like Iris Van Herpen, which is an amazing designer who, um, her designs are very like science based yeah. and natural world based. I think yeah. like that's really cool. Um, so I, I kind of want to do that for myself. And I think what they teach us at Parsons is also to make your projects very personal yeah. to you. So uh, I, I see everyone has their own story, right? Everyone has their own unique thing to tell. Mm-hmm. That's why. that's what will make your project super unique. So I have a lot of people in my class touching on upon their own heritages and their own cultures and all that. Mm -hmm. Um, That's not something that I decided to do, but I decided to touch on another point, which was my background when I was younger, which Mm -hmm. was like in the sciences. And then now as a fashion designer and like, I was like, okay, how can I put those two things together? So this main project that I'm working on, it took a lot for it to come into fruition because in the beginning, I was so, it like, my professors challenged me so hard. Um, I constantly threw project ideas at them, but they're super critical and super harsh. So it's like, yeah. if they don't feel like it's going to be, if it's going to be something, or they'll tell you. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it wasn't until, it wasn't until this one, they were like, they were just challenging me, like, what's super important to you? And what do you want to talk about? And I was like, okay, like, I want to talk about my science background, and I want to involve that some way into my project. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not until my sister and I, my sister and I, my twin sister and I, whenever we have, like, we sit down sometimes, and we just discuss ideas, and just, like, mm-hmm. throw creative ideas out to each other, so we mm-hmm. can, like, grow and help each other develop. Yeah. And 
she was talking about like I don't know, she was talking about her because she had worked with Columbia University in her, the labs like for more than three years. So she has a great relationship with them. Yeah. And she, we were brainstorming ideas about how I can possibly collaborate with them and how we can make this collaboration happen. <laughs> and it just so happened that the mentor that she had worked with in Columbia University has worked with designers before and people in the fashion industry. So he's already like done fashion collaborations before. So it just seems so perfect. But basically the lab to fashion, the idea is like, so there are a lot of clothing brands out there who make clothing out of plastic bottles. Like that's not something new, right? Like we yeah. see Panagonia and Everlane has a whole collection of clothing made from plastic bottles. Mm-hmm. But basically my idea was how we can make clothes and textiles out of plastic waste from labs. Generally in labs, they produce a lot of plastic waste. Like plastic mm-hmm. is very inexpensive compared to glass, like glass beakers and all of that. Yeah. So plastic wa- plastic is something that they'll use like on a daily basis and so much of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was like, okay, so why don't we find a way to create a whole system where we can turn plastic into clothing? So that's kind of what I, I've been working on for the longest time. And for the sake of my final for this past semester, yeah. what I did was I visited Columbia's laboratories and I got some like amazing footage of the plastic seeing it firsthand. And it was worse than I thought because I honestly like researched it and I hadn't been in the lab in a long time. But when I actually visited and saw how much plastic they were using, I was completely baffled and I was just like, okay, there needs to be something, there done. needs to be something done. Yeah. yeah. She did a whole like IGTV on it, guys. I think you should go really check that out. But no, I saw that too. And I was like, wow, that's, that's really like creative. And I wanted to, I didn't want to interrupt you, but you said that your professors were like harsh about you, but like to your previous um, plans, like what were your plans before? Like, or kind of what were your uh, pitching ideas that you gave to them before the one that you told us like stuck? That's a great question uh, because I was working on that project for a really long time until I stumbled upon this idea, which seems a lot more, it's more complex, obviously, because like I have to take the plastic from the lab and turn it into fabric, but it's more, um, it was just so much more complex. So basically the idea that I had done like in the beginning of my junior year was I was making a thermochromic fabric, which is basically a fabric that changes color. Um, like when you apply certain pressures to it like temperature pressure or like friction or whatever all that kind of stuff yeah so I need to show that to you one day but I actually I did I did create something like out of fabric paint and then thermochromic pigments when I showed it to like like my classmates and everything like everyone was wowed but really it's just it's just it's pretty simple um just if you don't understand the science behind it then you're just like oh wow that's so cool uh (laughs) I know, yeah. But anyway, I'll have to show it to you one day. But that's what I was Uh, working on. Um, uh And as cool as that project was, Uh there just were too many, I don't know, there just were too many things that went wrong with it. And um, it just like, I don't know, trying to manifest that into the real world and what that could look like. Also, that's what they were really critical about. So that idea is just, it's just on the back burner right now. If I want to go back to it, I can go back to it. But You should make a toy for that. That sounds so cool. I know. Next semester, I'm taking... Um, product design. So, yeah. So I might not be limited to just only clothes. I can Shark go tank. into other realms. So this is my toy. It <laughs> changes. It changes colors. Like, oh my god. That I don't know why. When you told me that, I thought like of an octopus. Because you know how like they change colors. I was like, oh, yes, a toy octopus that changes colors. Oh my god. I've 
I've done so much so much research. I was gonna go so much more in depth with it, where I take like the pigments of octopi, octopi and put it in fabric. But like that was way too much. And I I know that sounds cool, but it's hard and it's weird. And also like pro- that's probably animal cruelty. So no. <laughs> so no, never mind. That idea was like scrap. So what are your career goals in pursuing fashion? after you graduate college or kind of like what is your plan if you have a plan and if you don't that's fine too yeah okay that's I have so many ways that this can go and like I've mentioned this so many times in my podcast before but I do not want to be a fashion designer and that probably yeah. like like goes against everything that I just mentioned about fashion design but like ultimately my goal is not really to be a fashion designer like I don't want to I don't want to own a brand and design collections every season if that's still like going to happen with New Fashion Week. But my main goal is more kind of just I want to be a figure in the fashion industry. Yeah. To, I don't know. Known for doing something and just making a difference in the industry. I don't know how that is going to be, whether it's yeah. through this Lab to Fashion project or through something else. But yeah, like I love fashion design, but I've done so many other things like I'm doing I've done fashion journalism which I love and I'm doing PR now and sustainability in fashion is something I've been super passionate about as you can Mm -hmm. see like through my projects and stuff so Mm -hmm. that might be something I do too but I say that I say that I don't want to be a fashion designer and I'd never expected myself to stumble upon this lab to fashion idea so you never know like I could end up creating a brand a company or whatever and then I'm designing just I go to New York, it's like you see all her mod you see her models and you see the brand like everywhere. I know, but it's 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 just like it's not about uh I don't know. Like in the beginning when even going into college, I was like, Oh, like I wanna make pretty clothes, I wanna design like dresses couture. That all changed. Once you get sure. a formal education and you learn about what the fashion industry is doing and like you see it too in through internships and stuff you don't want you don't just want to make pretty clothes like it's not about making pretty clothes anymore Mm -hmm. are there like any opportunities that you're excited for at parsons or like your junior year internships i'm not excited about my senior thesis i think it's gonna be i don't i'm just a little stressed out about it and i think it's it's gonna be really difficult since we're online yeah hopefully we're not but one thing i am really excited about is in the summer i'm gonna be interning for abercrombie and fitch (gasps) which that was like that I, I know Abercrombie Fitch also is kind of just like, just like oh wait where where do they go like did they did they drop the face of the earth are they still alive yes they're still very much like thriving and like a great company but yeah. they had a lot of problematic problems like controversies in the past. Yeah, yeah and I'm so glad that they bounced back from that and I did all my research and they're much better and they're thriving they're getting to say sustainability inclusion all of that so we okay. love to see it but. That was so stressful because I was literally doing the application while I was like knee deep in finals. And let me tell you, like, it was not easy. It was so many interviews and <gasps> I had to talk about the same exact thing all the same time. Yeah. Um, but also the final, like when you make it to the final round, you're like, yeah, I'm done. Right. Yeah. No, they're like design <laughs> a collection, design a collection. And I'm like, oh my God, that's like, a, that's basically a final project for school. Yeah. I'm just doing it for Abercrombie. So I did that and I worked my like I worked my butt off for that. I made yeah. it so amazing like industry level. Yeah. And and then when I when I got it I was like overjoyed and I'm I'm so excited about that experience that I'm going to have which is coming this summer. 
Oh my god. Sneak like 2021 summer. Like, oh my god, her brand. Where can we? Oh my god. I want to wear it now. Now. But it's just it's so many things that it's going on. So like when you ask me like what do I see myself doing or where I see myself going, like I really don't know, but I'm just I'm just gonna try all these things and just see where I end up. Like you you never know. Miss Christina, this is the end of this podcast episode, but I don't know, what was it like being on here and like, where can they find you? What are your plugs? This was super great. This is like my first official time being on somebody else's podcast. So I loved it and like, I want to do it more Uh and it makes me want to do interviews on my podcast, but then I'm like, wait, people like it when I like just talk to them. So yeah. yeah, but like you can find me, you can listen to my podcast, Life of Fashion Student Podcast on wherever you listen to your podcast. But um, yeah, also my Instagram is Christina Michelle Ang. It's really long, but it's Christina with a K, not Christina with a C H. Yes, we don't like C's. We're both K's. Yes. <laughs> yes, we're both K's. Yes, yes. I love that so much. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, and that's really the main places where I'm like putting my life out and everything. And <laughs> stay tuned for my work at Parsons. Yes. Hopefully. Go follow her, please. And as always, you can follow the you can follow my main at Krista underscore Ehudos, or you can go follow the podcasting page called What's on Krista's Mind Podcast. And whenever this releases, I I'm gonna be so happy. So I'm gonna have fun editing this. So stay <laughs> tuned, guys. Bye. Thank Ooh. you, Krista. Mm-hmm.